Well, good morning, Palm Coast, Florida. How are you this fine morning? I hope this finds you very, very well. I'm Paul Tretner, your local PGA golf professional for over 25 years here in Palm Coast. Moved here in 1990. Been here a long time. Seen a lot of great change. Uh, really grateful for that, frankly. Uh, and I am very grateful to have in studio with me today a leader in our community, a personal friend of mine, a man who has successfully ran numerous PGA Tour events, LPGA events, including three right here in Flagler County in Palm Coast, Florida, which is pretty special. Uh, presently, the director of the Advent Health Palm Coast Foundation and the Advent Health Hospice Care East Florida Foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Subers. John, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, Paul. How are you? Great to see you again, buddy. And uh, love your radio show. I've listened to it often uh, as I mow my lawn on a Saturday. But it takes me back, and your introduction there really takes me back. So good to love to talk golf today. No doubt. This is uh, fantastic. I'm I'm honored to have you on, frankly. Um, Anyway, how's how's the family? How's Margaret? Everything good? Everything is good. My boy's growing up and got a couple grandkids that we love. Nice. Uh, the cool thing is golf is a, very much a part of my family's life. That's excellent. Is Tucker playing? Does he, does he still get at it a little uh, bit? My or? boys, my boys play uh, at it, but, yep. uh, as soon as I got out of the golf business, got, golf got pretty expensive in those tea yeah, times. So, right. uh, right. they had to be on their own and they got out of the house, but, uh, they still can hit the ball farther than me. And <laughs> it's still a, a good family sport. That's great. John. You know, we, we thank you for all you're doing with Advent health. There's no doubt about that. Um, however, we do want to talk golf. That's the main thing here. So, uh, yeah, man. let's go, John. I want to personally know, no, take me back to where you got involved in golf in tournament, uh, you know, directing and so forth. Um, where was that? When did it start? What year and so forth? All right. It goes back to my childhood. My dad mm-hmm. was, we grew up in Miami and he was a community guy. And I guess that's kind of what I, I came from under his, his lead. Uh, but we in Miami, the Doral Eastern Open was PJ Tour event in Doral. So cool. in high school, every year the Doral came to town, I was a standard bearer. And I did it through my years as soon as, so I was always a volunteer and a standard being you walk the, you walk the course with the, the players' names on it. So that's sure. always did that. But the company that assisted with the host organization um, was a company called Executive Sports International. And when I got out of college at FSU, I started working for them. And I started driving a truck around the country, cool. operating uh, standard bearers, training volunteers, that type of thing with the host organization, whatever city it was. And it was a fabulous job at, you know, an early 20 years old, sure. traveling around the country, always at a nice golf course, always at a nice uh, location at their excitement of the year. So it was, sure. a, for years, it was a high. So I did that for many, many years. Then got promoted and started uh, flying around the country and had a few guys underneath me that would drive around the country for all these cool. events on all PGA Tour, Champions Tour, and LPGA Tours. About the time when I started, the Champions Tour was just, it was a senior tour at that time, was just kind of coming online. So our sure. growth as a company grew very much like a Champions Tour. So then I, start, then I was um, assigned a tournament, and I would move my family, and we would go live in a city and be sure. the guy on site. For, yeah. uh, for years and, you know, plan and do all the stuff we had to do for that one tournament. And then ultimately that 
got me here to Palm Coast doing the same thing, traveling. Right. And I was in New Orleans at the PGA Tour event, was there for three years mm-hmm. uh, with my family. And then the Bobby Ginn world began. He, he made right. a very much of a huge impact back in the 2005-06 type of time frame because he had three LPGA events mm-hmm. and it was a marketing deal for him like all these companies that sure. are title sponsors they're all they do it for marketing and exposure and sure. it was a tourism uh for him to showcase his properties and palm coast came up in 2006 and yep. um it was a great opportunity for me to get back to florida my mom and dad were in gainesville uh, nice. at the time and i was the closest sibling to them so it all made sense to come back to palm coast and i grew up in florida and i said where in the heck is palm coast yeah. and what a jewel of a community so mm-hmm. that's kind of you know and i've run a bunch of golf tournaments through that tenure and i will say and uh <laughs> in my resume at that time and i'll just get to this that uh, when the real estate market did what it did um, and the whole sports division of the Ginn organization uh, went away, I had the choice of am I going to continue in the, in the golf course venue, which I loved and I was good at, and I, I had a great resume, sure. or do I want – my kids were young, and I didn't really want to travel anymore. Sure. And, and it was a lot of, a lot of travel in, this, in the golf business. Um, but I remember David Otati, who was CEO of Advent at the time, looked at my resume, and I knew him because they were one of our sponsors. Sure. And he said, dude – you got to diversify. Uh-huh. He's not, he loves golf, but he's, he's, sure. my resume was pretty, it was very much golf All oriented, golf. <laughs> not, not educational, clinical, or right. health related. Sure. So he took a flyer and uh, jumped in with Advent Health, and it's still my community engagement is the same. And uh, there's so many parallels with what I was doing, but I love golf. We and, are, I say we, residents, we benefit from you. Thank you very much for taking that. And you know what? You, you, you Thankfully, you did that. You got your roots here in Palm Coast, and that's uh, uh, awesome you came back, John. Um, you, you, you explained 2005. How did that happen with Bobby Ginn? Did you know Bobby at all? Was there, was there a job come up, or how did you all meet? And no, so just, just curious. Just through networking. Uh-huh. There was uh, through the organization of the PGA Tour and, sure. the help and just golf. You know mm-hmm. where jobs are, mm-hmm. and they said, you know, this is one. And I didn't know anybody from Palm Coast. We, sure. Somebody knew somebody, somebody. And sure. resumes happened, came down. And, you know, just it, it was a quick transaction. It worked for me and it worked for, worked for Bobby. It's funny, when we first moved to town, and the first time I was here, 2006, the conservatory was just being built. It was still under construction. And right. I remember the day I met Brad Hauer, mm-hmm. and we rode around the conservatory on a gator. And looked at the construction and, you know, I forget the dates, but this was a June, July type of time frame Uh and the tournament was first quarter, uh, maybe it was 2005 to that. But anyways, less than six months, we had to turn this thing around, which through my career, I was, I was good at first year events for whatever reason. Sure. I was good at first year events and all the stuff that has to happen. And there's a lot of stuff that has to happen. But I remember that. and, And then about three or four months after that, Bobby, as he usually did, great guy, uh, falls through, just says, no, let's, let's play at the ocean. So <laughs> just in a switch. I kind of just, remember just, that, actually. Just one day. <laughs> one day. You know, we're doing all this Man. stuff over, yeah. uh, over one, and then, no, let's just play the ocean instead. Yeah. And 
Uh, oh, you know, a great move. Players loved it. The convenience, the hotel, yes, being the resort right there, they could fall out of bed and and be right there at the golf course. The the views, and I'll jump into two thousand eight, seven or eight. It was we Champions Tour. We had the best field in golf and the championship. We had 30 of the top 30 here in Palm Coast. In Palm Coast. In Palm Coast. John, I remember, I call those the magical days of Palm Coast. Folks, it was 2006. It was incredible. The first time I met you, John, was during that event, uh, Bobby had Vin Skill playing in the concert. (laughs) So we were sitting, and and folks, just so you know, at one time, it was kind of odd because Bobby Ginn owned the actual resort itself. But the golf course was owned by someone else. And then Bobby purchased the golf course, and that really encompassed the whole resort. And that's when the magic started happening. At that time, it was just an amazing uh, experience. And Vince Gill was literally 50 yards from us. Bobby had the blimp up there. And Bobby is just a fantastic guy. I mean, salt of the earth, do anything for you. Really, really great times. Um, the the story on the Vince Gill and, uh, yes, the – he wanted to have a concert uh, uh-huh. for his members and it's everything about the members and what a resort and yep. what a what a jewel for Palm Coast. But if you're out there at the at, in Brad and Carlton Grant and Matt Stockman, they're still sure. out there. They're yes. good friends. They'll remember this. But the Grand Event Lawn that's right there <laughs> next to the pool was scrub brush, a hole in the ground, and there was, it was the golf course all scrub, and then you had kind of the sidewalk. If you right. if, if everybody's listening knows the visual. And two months before the event, we're going to have Vince Gill right here outside. <laughs> Nobody, but you know, yeah. but he's in a, thou- a thousand trucks later, yeah. you know. And the sod, the sod at the the sod and the chairs, the sod was still fresh uh, at the Vince Gill concert. But I recall <laughs> like it was yesterday, and we all pinch ourselves. Um, it was a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It was early April, mm-hmm. crisp night. Um, there wasn't a cloud in the sky, right. a full moon. The Ginn blimp had the final four because it was Saturday night, and University of Florida was playing on the on the blimp when Vince Gill was singing on the over the I ocean. I remember I was there over with the Joe ocean. Gutterman because Joe, you got Joe an exemption into yep. the actual tournament. Joe is like my best friend. He was my first boss in 1990 at Cypress Snow. Blah blah blah. We've been friends ever since. We just played 18 holes yesterday. So Joe introduced me. He snuck me in. Frankly, I was in the VIP section. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, Joe said he's my caddy. So I was. I got everybody was a VIP in those uh, days. Man. It was great, man. It was really really cool. So, well, look, we're going right, to take well, before uh, I give you yeah, a little trivia. Who yeah. won that year? Paul? Uh, that year for the senior event was a guy by the name of uh, uh, Keith Fergus, I want okay, to say. Okay, sec- second year. Bernard Lang. Oh, man. And, okay. had, and Bernard hadn't stopped since, had uh, he? Amazing. Amazing. amazing I remember that, that day. The wind shifted. One day it was coming from the north, and they were hitting wedges into 18. And then the next day was from the south, and they were hitting five woods into 18. It was just incredible. I remember so much of that. So, uh, well, look, we got to take just a, a, a minute break here, a couple minutes. Don't go nowhere. We got more stories with John Suber. Stay right there. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. 
For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF. Welcome back to On the Green with Paul Tretner. I am Paul Tretner. I'm here with Mr. John Subers. John, so uh, going back to um, Ocean Hammock, 2006, 2007, when Bernard Langer won, talk about the trophy. That was a really special trophy. I remember there was a lot of discussion on the trophy, and then it came out, I think it was Paul Balaker, or yep. elaborate a little bit more on the trophy. Well, one of the, one of the jobs of, that I had was thinking about what is the trophy going to be? And it's not one of the first things you think about when no, you come right, in. Sure. And then you want to make a statement, and it's not a glaze, a bowl, whatever it is, and there's all kinds of them in all kinds of different sports. But when we started thinking about it, we started saying, okay, what do we do? What's local? What is Flagler County, the ocean, the beach, tourism? What means it? And anyways, we quickly went to Paul Balaker, And through Michelle worked with Bobby's wife's sister. We worked, uh, and I honestly forget her name right now, but she was a delightful young lady, but we got together and, and teamed up on it, um, and we went to Paul Balaker. So what do we do, Paul? And we didn't want something small. We had NASCAR, one of NASCAR's trophy is a stuffed polar bear, you know, that's right. eight, eight feet. I said, okay, we have, let's do a side, big something big. And so the actual trophy is a wooden trophy of Paul Balaker that, I believe right now Paul is sitting in the conservatory golf shop right outside next to the locker room. There's a bronze one, and we created five of these uh, bronze statues way back when, thinking we had five years ahead of us. Uh, (laughs) So we got a couple of them. I think there's a couple around. I tried to take one with me, but I could not put that in my pocket because they're big, but there's one sitting in the uh, the lodge right now, and they're beautiful. And so Kit... uh, Fergus, Keith Fergus has one, and I actually, my son and I delivered uh, the second Bunhards to his home in Boca Raton, which was a lot of fun. And you talk about guys collecting clubs. His garage looks like an Edwin Watch store. So Bernard Langer wins in 07. I think it was 07 or 08, whatever, whatever year it is. And you and your son drive it down to Boca Raton and... and at his house. Yeah, and, and it, we visited. We visited for a minute. And, uh, a, a really yeah. cool guy. I actually met Bernard. I did the announcements for the father-son, for the PNC father-son yep. in Orlando. Yep. This is like 10 years ago. It was the first year John Daly had his yep. son playing. But anyway, Bernard uh, had come up, and I just introduced myself. You know, of course, I couldn't get – but what a really down – and what a – how many times has he won after that? Huh? Oh, he still is. And, and I, have, I have known Bernhard for uh-huh. many years. And, and in my years on the PGA, LPGA Tour, one of my responsibilities was sure. to recruit players and get to know players. And right. I was a driving range rat hanging out on the yeah. driving range early in the week to talk about whatever event I was promoting at the time. Uh, so I always knew Bernhard. Um, and it was nice to be able to be, go in his home and spend a couple minutes with him and deliver him a trophy and his trophy case is massive. <laughs> and where this thing sits today, I don't know, but you can't hide it. So, and it's kind of cool. To, whenever I go into the, uh, the club, I see those trophies and said, I have a little bit to, to do, do with, with this. But yeah, it, was, yeah. it was cool because yeah. the, the first and second year we had Paul Balaker yeah. at the winner's table cool. on the 18th green, kind of etching the winner's name 
thinking that was going to be a great television type of, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. of view. And so he was there and certainly he looks the part with his ponytail and yeah. the artist yeah, 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 type yeah. of thing. So that fit. So it was all, it was, it was cool. Paul Balaker has got a studio there in a hammock folks off A1A really great guy. I knew his father, uh, Jim, Jim Balaker. I think his father was, was into golf as well. He owned a little golf store, but anyway, nor here nor there. You know, one of the questions I want to ask was, did you build many relationships with some of the players, and do you still keep in touch with any of them by chance, John? I know well, there's there's a few that uh-huh. I that I do have gotten to be um, decent friends over the years, sure. and uh, so it you, know, you draw apart, but uh, sure. there's some great the relationships years, out yeah, there. Yeah. Absolutely, that's yeah. amazing. You know, one story. So okay, so fast forward. We only got a half hour show. So oh, I am now the head pro. At the conservatory. That's yep. when you and I started working together for what's called the Gin Samir, right? It was called the Gin well, Samir was, back then? It, we had it? the Gin Championship, and the Gin Open was the LPGA. Right. And the Gin Samir, because that was the Bahamas property. So, and, that and then was, we went to Tesoro after was, that. Yeah, yeah. So it was November. It was an early November fall series wraparound event. Yes. Yep. Ryan Palmer yep. won it. He won it. Yep. We had a local playing it. Rod Perry played yep. it. Rod's a friend of mine. You know, he's down at uh, Crane Lakes, down yep. in Port Orange. And I remember Rod, if you remember, I remember, um, I guess uh, to make the cut, they got dark. It, they had to, we had to extend it to the next day. Rod had to make an eight-foot putt the next morning to make it, to, and he made it, which is amazing, you know, the pressure. So uh, one thing I got to say, uh, talk about concerts. Do you remember Smokey Robinson at the conservatory by chance, John, at all? Okay, so Smokey played. That might have been right before my time. No, that was, that was at, I think that was during one of the senior events Bobby had uh, at the conservatory. Okay. We set it up on the driving range. But that was an amazing concert in itself because they drove a tractor trailer down the car path and put it onto the driving range tee box, opened up the sides, and it turned into a stage. Yeah, and Smokey cool sang stuff. for about an hour and a half, two hours, and it was really, really cool. So, uh, um, well, that's super cool, John. Uh, I got to tell you, so Tucker worked for me at Ocean Hammock. He did, uh, yeah. And uh, I know he's a heck of a golfer, looking to pursue the golf business, yeah. like we all do at yeah. one time, you know. And I got to tell the story. So full disclosure, I am completely petrified of lightning, okay? That was one thing we were playing in the tournament in Palak years ago. Um, but thankfully, we can tell this story now because when I was working at Ocean, your son was yep. working there. A storm passed by. I was actually in a seventh-hole tunnel uh, you know, while the storm went by with Eddie Money, Matt Stockman, Stevie Sholmes, and a couple other um, guys. And uh, come on a radio that Tucker got hit by lightning. Yeah. He, what he was doing, he was picking a range. The storm passed. And, folks, you know, this is a positive story because Tucker is fine. But, you know, just so you know, the storm, when the storm passes, most lightning, lightning is in the back of the storm. And it was sunny out. And Tucker put the flag stick in on the range. And that's when the lightning hit it. But uh, anyway, uh, came in and Tucker was uh, there shaking. And I think you had come by. I think actually I was in New York at the time. You were in New York at the time. But he's he's fine. Um, And we remember that. I remember whenever I got home, went out to the driving range and this flag stick that it was in about the 150 mark or out yes. in the range. And it had the spider marks, um, that chased him, you know, that found him. So I took he's, a picture of that. Yeah, he's no, fine, I took so. a picture of that. It was, it was really, uh, it was amazing, but, um, yeah. So, um, I know you went to FSU. That was, 
pretty neat. I went to the, one of the games a couple weeks ago yeah. to when they played Northern Alabama. Okay. My buddy and I went there. First time I've ever been to the powerhouse FSU. Northern Alabama. I'll say for all the uh, college football uh, voters out there for the for the CFP, the powerhouse. I'm telling we need, you, we need that schedule stronger. <laughs> they were up thirteen nothing against FSU, and this place was, um, you know, is stunned. Let's put it stunned, you know. And they wind up come, coming back and winning. But uh, I got William Floyd is um, a friend of a friend, and he wants to play Ocean Hammock. So I'm hoping to get him on the show here on the 17th. If so, hopefully you can join us and force him to tee it up. Love to. Okay. Love to. We're- Golf is still very much a part of, uh, mm-hmm. of my life. Love it. Um, and just a great game for a lot of reasons. Still got my hand from the golf, from the foundation side in the hospital. We still got a couple golf tournaments that we do. Um, if there's anything I could yep. do to help promote it or anything, yep. that would be great. You know, John, I talked to you about how we're fortunate and grateful to live in a community that has so many great signature golf courses. Yeah, really You've is. got. Let's. I mean, all we're lacking is Tiger. I think right now for design, we got Jack, we got Arnie, we got. Uh, Tom Watson with yep. the conservatory. We got Reese Jones at the Creek Course. Tom Fazio with the Lynx. Gary Player, Cypress Knoll, uh, a couple uh, Jack Nicholas. So um, we are blessed in this community. We are we blessed so in this community, yep. you know. And that's that's one thing I really like to take off in the show is to really you know, being grateful is so important. And uh, you know, I will say in my in my heyday, um, I played in very long. <laughs> I played in the. City of Palm Coast, Palm Harbor's great golf course. Uh-huh. Um, and there, maybe it was a senior championship at that time. And, you know, I'm not a great player, but I enjoy going out there. But I won. Nice. And yeah. my name is on the trophy nice. at Palm Harbor. Now, awesome. if you want to look at it sometime, uh-huh. it is holding the straws at the drink <laughs> station. So that tells you what it is. So uh, uh, anyways, I beat two other guys. So it wasn't really so. I only had to be two That's guys. Cool. But my name's on a trophy. That is great, John. What's your, so you've been around the country a lot. Been to Pebble Beach? I have been. Never played it, though. Never played it? No. What's, what's your favorite piece of property that you've been to uh, setting up term? Is there anything that stands out? Any? Well, I had in, in, in my tenure, I was very uh, – the company that I worked for was very closely related to Jack Nicholas's company. Mm-hmm. So I did some grand openings with the Nicholas uh, and had the advantage of traveling with him to his grand openings. And I forget the name of this, this, uh, but it was in Montana, top of a mountain. Sure. We flew in golf week was out there doing the, the rating. So I walked the all 18 with this golf or played all 18 with this golf week guy. Sure. And it was, that was just fabulous. It was a big sky, some very, very, one of these very ultra private, Um, but played some, looked at some great golf courses, never been to the Dominican Republic to play teeth of the dog. You're going to, I am going there Sunday. I'm leaving. We got a five Oh one flight out of Orlando. So I'm up early. Uh, that's okay. You're going, you're going to some, uh, jewel. There's three golf courses there. Teeth of the dog is 7,500 from the back tees. So I'm going to try to convince my childhood buddy to go back there. He's not going to want to, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to try to get him back there. But really looking forward to it. I'm very grateful for my beautiful wife for allowing me to go. So that's, that's what I'm grateful for there. But, uh, uh, yeah, you know, look here. When you start playing golf at an early age, which you did, you know, down in Miami and so forth, um, you know, you get hooked on it. I yep. love, you know, I was a little grappler in middle school and I was like the best little wrestler in, in high school or middle school. And then my buddy was a great golfer. 
guy's going with me, Dominican, and I couldn't even hit the golf ball. You know what I mean? So it got me really, really um, working hard at it and so forth. So uh, I've noticed as I get older, and I'm a competitive sports uh-huh. guy, but I still get competitive in golf. Yeah, want to be yeah. not that I'm very yeah. good, but I still want to make that putt. Yeah. Uh, but it's about the athleticism. Mm-hmm. And but it's really about the relationships. I mean, we would not have met Paul and been correct fifteen twenty year friends uh, if it wasn't for golf and the relationships that are built through golf on those golf courses with something in common. Uh, it, that's really the game. It is. It is. And folks, you got to enjoy the game of golf out there. Know your expectations. If you're not able to play three times a week, have fun with it. Don't try to go out there. And if you're not playing great, don't get you know don't get down. Keep your expectations to a minimum. John, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate it. It's great for local people to know some of the history just recently. Just, I mean, I say recently, yeah. you know, 15 years or whatever it is, but that's recent, you know. So uh, um, can you come on the show again? For Absolutely me? love talking golf, and thanks for taking me back a couple of years, Paul. Cool, appreciate man. it. Great seeing you. Well, folks, you guys have a great week. Enjoy it. Remember, swing smooth. Keep positive. Have a great time. Keep it in the short rest. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF.